thank you so much. Thank you for the welcome. Thank you, Jordan. And I want to thank Bishop Titus and Reverend Jamina for hosting us. Thank you so much. We feel very much at home. If you, if you have a hard time saying my name, that's okay. Bishop hasn't gotten it right once. Jamina can say it, but it's, it's not that difficult for Americans. Doran, I guess you can just say, come up with a different name as long as I know you're talking to me. So, to introduce myself, uh, I have been married to the same woman for 28 years. Thank you, Jesus. We have uh, five children. And our oldest is 25. She's married, lives in Texas. And then we have a son in Colorado. And uh, our three, and, and he is, well, I don't have to say all their ages, 25 down to 13. So our youngest is 13. Our three oldest were born to us. And our two youngest we adopted. So we have a daughter from China. And she's 17. And then a son from Ethiopia. So I also have a chocolate son. <laughs> and uh, I, I would like to show you, uh, they're all wonderful, but uh, it is good to be here. I, we were here last year, and it feels like coming home. It feels very good to, to reconnect with some of the people that we met last time. And I was asking the Lord, what is it that's on your heart for today? For the people that, that will take time out of their day and, and come, and instead of going and and getting bread from the market. They, they're coming to get bread from the Lord. They're coming to get bread from the Word. And, and, and there's an there's a eternal aspect to this, that if you come here, what you receive here will produce the rest of your life if you receive it. What you receive from the market, you, you take it, and then it's gone. And you always need more. So... This is an invitation to receive from the Lord. I will be speaking words to you. He will be speaking words to your heart. Sometimes they're not the same words that I'm speaking. They might be, he might add to it and say, this is what I'm speaking to you. So listen to him. If you don't listen, if you don't hear me, it's less important than that you hear him. Hear what he is speaking to you. So last evening... We were sitting around the table, and the discussion came up about seeds. And I had been thinking about seeds. I was looking through uh, words that the Lord has given me, and, and that's what I had focused on. And I said, Lord, I want you to confirm the word that I speak about seeds. Because I, I heard the rainy season has started here, and so the first thought that I have is, well, what's in the ground? What will grow with the rains? The rains will, will begin to do something that's to the seeds that are in the ground. So I'm thinking, okay, what, what is going to grow now? So the title for the message today is, What Are You Planting? And this is a, it's, it's a challenge to you. It's an invitation. And for each one of you, this message Will, will apply to the very seeds that you have. So you might look around you and look at, at other people and you say, look what's growing in their soil. But I want you to look at your own. Look at your own soil. 
the Lord confirmed the word with the discussion that we had. And, and I was thinking that, you know, not only in the soil, but everything in our life comes from seeds. In fact, if we want to say it this way, every one of us came from a seed. Every birth, every life, everything comes from a seed. So God has created the world to continue to produce according to his word. And his word is a seed. So if you look at your life today and you say, what, what is it that's in my life? There are things you may like, things you may not like. Everything in your life is a result of seeds that have been sown into the soil of your heart. Some of them you have sown. Some of them other people have tried to sow. Now you might, you might say, well, you don't know what has happened to me. You don't know the events that have happened in my life. And you're right, I, I don't know them. But at our school for our kids, we had this thing on the wall, and it's, it said, E plus R equals O. E is the event in your life. R is your response to it. That will determine the O, the outcome of your life. What you have today is your outcome. So many times people look at the event and they say, that's not my fault. I didn't bring that. But the R is yours to do. It's your choice. Every one of us has a choice every moment of every day. If someone is disrespectful to you, how you respond will determine the outcome. If someone does something negative against you, your response to it is what determines the outcome that you stand in after that. So the R is the seeds that you're sowing. I want you to think about that as we go along. I'm going to read in Galatians 6, verses 7, 8, and 9. So if you want to turn there, you can. I'm reading out of the New King James. Galatians 6, verses 7 through 9. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So this is a warning with a promise. Take the warning, accept the warning and say, yes, I, I received that warning. I do not want to sow to the flesh. I want to sow to the Spirit. And then he says, now don't grow weary. You will reap if you do not lose heart. This promise is a guarantee from the one who created the seeds. His promises are always yes and amen. Now the other thing is, God is constantly sowing seeds into your life, into my life. How does he sow his seeds? He sows by his word. Now, the delivery of his word is happening right now. I am delivering a seed to you. I am the voice speaking. Now, maybe it's the exact words I'm speaking, or like I said earlier, it is a word he is speaking, a rhema word directly to your heart, but God is sowing a seed into your heart right now. He constantly sows seeds to bring life. There is no death in God. He only sows seeds of life. It is our choice what we do with them. 
Jesus told a story, and he said the sower went out to sow. And I'm, I'm not going to read the whole story. I'll read a little bit of, of the description of it. But he said the sower went out to sow, and, and he, he had a bag of seeds, and he just started scattering them. Has anyone here just scattered seeds before? Have you done this? I have done it. I've, you know, wanted to sow grass seed or, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm sowing things. I'm, I'm wanting to grow. So he, he, he's scattering seeds. Well, not all of them land where they're supposed to land. Some of them land right on the path, right where it's hard packed and people walk on it. The seed has no, no opportunity to go into the soil. So there's a seed and the birds come and grab that, that seed and it's gone. Some other seeds fall into stony ground. That ground, well, it holds a little bit of moisture, and the seed immediately says, oh, okay, I'm going to grow, and it starts to grow. But then there's no depth of earth for the roots to attach to, and the sun comes out and just bakes it, and that little plant dies. The third one is the seeds that are sown into uh, thorny ground. So the seeds grow up and with the seeds comes a bunch of thorns and the thorns choke out that new little plant and it dies. Now the fourth is good soil. So if we divide up the room and we'd say, <laughs> sorry, but you're the, you're the hard ground, you're the stony ground, <laughs> you're the thorns and you're the good ground, okay? Many times, and in, in, in this example, only 25% of the seeds actually produced something. So God is willing to, to produce or to throw the seeds into the hearts of men and women, hoping for good soil to receive that seed. He's willing to sow the seed. Now look what Jesus says as his description for this. Mark 4, verses 14 through 20. He describes it. He says, the sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise, the second one, these likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns, the third one. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word accept it and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. Again, this is our choice. I want to tell you, if the soil of your heart is the hard-packed earth and, and Satan is the one that comes in to steal it, you have the ability to resist him. You have the ability to turn up the soil of your heart, make it uh, um, a good earth. This is, again, our choice. If there are rocks in the soil of your heart, pluck them out. Maybe they're rocks of addiction. Maybe they're rocks of things that, that have, have come in and the cares of this world. It's, it's something that... If you have the thorns, you're, you're plucking them out, or the rocks, you're, you're removing them. 
Ask the Lord to show you the soil of your heart. Because when you look at it, be honest. Do you know what that is? That's repentance. When you have repentance, you're willing to say, Lord, I want to look at all of my heart. Not just this part that I know there's some good soil here, but show me the part that isn't so good. And show me what to do about it. He will give you answers to those questions. Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, Choose life that you and your descendants may live. Again, this is a choice that we have. Now when I think of soil, soil grows everything. No matter what you put in it. It tries anyway. If, have you ever seen a, a, a wooden fence post? You stuck the fence post in the ground. Over time, what happens to that fence post? It becomes all rotten. It rots off because the soil is trying to grow that fence post. If you stick an iron post in the ground, it will rust off because the soil is trying to, the soil will try to grow everything. And it'll, it'll, it'll uh, erode the, the product trying to grow it because the soil has to break down the shell of the seed. So when you put a seed in the ground, it will grow. The soil will grow the seed. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will remain. This is a promise that we have from the Lord. Your, your seeds will grow. I have a picture uh, that I had seen where there was a, it, it was a bean seed. And on the, the first picture was just a layer of soil. And underneath the soil was this seed. No sign of anything, it was just a seed stuck into the soil. The next one over showed a little crack in the, in the hull of the seed. And one little root, a little white root that had just pushed down. The third one over is a little bit more roots. The fourth one was a nice layer of roots and a little green thing had started to come to the surface. It hadn't poked through the surface yet, but it had started to grow. The roots were far bigger than the green part. The, fourth, or the, the fifth picture was the green had poked through and there was two little leaves on it. So often when we have a seed, we, we plant it and we don't know the time that it takes and we say, Lord, why is this seed not producing a harvest? This is where you apply your faith to it. You take the hope of the seed and you say, I believe in the principles of God. I believe that the seed that God gave me is growing and it will produce. Don't faint. Do not faint in doing good. God has given us visions, dreams, hopes for the future. Every one of those is a seed. Some of them are far bigger than you. Probably many of them are far bigger than something we can produce on our own. So we take those seeds and we say, this isn't possible. This dream, this hope, this vision, this goal. And we say, it's not possible and we look at it because we know that what the seed will do is bigger than what we can do. And so the Lord rebuked me on this because I had, I had give, been given words by, of the, you know, from the Lord. He had spoken words to me. And he said, you have taken those seeds and you have thrown them off into the future because you, can't, you don't think you can believe for them for today. He said, I cannot grow uh, seeds in the future I can only grow them today. So believe for them today. As if it is that day. Believe for them today. Amen. Apply your faith to it. 
See, when, when God gives you the seed, there is, that is the event you really want to attach your R, your response of faith to it. So you're here already giving a good response to the events happening in your life. You're here to receive bread. You're here to receive the word from the Lord. You're here to receive the seeds from him. So take this, take it back to him and say, Lord, I have a question. What seeds have you given me that I have not been willing to believe for? This is a challenge for you. The invitation for you is to, to go one-on-one -on -one with him and say, okay, the message of the seeds. Tell me the seeds that I have had hidden somewhere. I have, I have been afraid to believe for them. And then ask him to give you the faith to believe. Abraham believed and it was credited to him as righteousness. So believe the word that God has given you. He is the Lord of the harvest. And when you plant a seed, name it. Say, this is the seed for this. Let's, let, I, I will watch for the harvest from that seed. Believe for it. Have faith for it. Do not give up. Say, Lord, I trust you. I trust you with my harvest. And when you do that, you apply your faith, which becomes like fertilizer to the seed. See, God will take and attach your faith to it, and your faith, along with his word, will produce this harvest for you. Now, to wrap this up, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, everyone here in the room, I'm looking at you and saying, wow, everyone has a story. Everyone you're in the outcome right now of the past, of the seeds that have been sown and your response to them. And I look at you today and I say, Lord, what do you see for the future? And this is a question I, I think you should ask him. Not what do you see for your future alone, but what does he see? What is the harvest that he sees in your life? And when he says, there's rocky soil here, let's deal with it. Repent. Go deal with it. If it's forgiveness you need to, you need to ask from someone, if it's reconciliation, go and, and be reconciled to your brother or your sister. Go take care of the issues in the soil of your heart. And the Lord will help you. And he will bring you the harvest. Let's, let's stand. So now we're going to have just a time of prayer to close this out. Um, I will be leading you and I'll just, I will be offering a prayer. But what I'm asking for you to do is join your heart because I am going to be praying for God's blessing on you and his blessing on this word. When you think of yourself, think according to the way he sees you. Believe fully and completely that his word is producing. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for this time that we've had to be able to, to sit at your feet, to listen to the words you're speaking to our hearts. Lord, I pray that the, the words spoken out of my mouth would become words spoken from your mouth into the hearts, the soil of every person here today. I pray, Father, that your words of truth would begin to produce and the faith of each person here would be joined with and attached to the seed of your blessing upon their lives. Lord, I pray for them in every area of influence that they have, in their, their workplace, the work that they do either with their hands or, or 
um, on the phone or something that they're doing, Father, I pray that your message of life and hope and joy would go forth. I pray that you would bless them in everything they put their hands to. I pray, Father, that the blessing of Abraham, the covenant of blessing that we have through Abraham, would be upon every person here today. That Destiny Worship Center would be blessed according to your word. That Bishop Titus would be blessed and Reverend Jemina. Thank you for all the leaders that are part of the church, Father. I pray for wisdom and direction and understanding and that they would follow your leading. Lord, I pray that they that have ears to hear, let them hear. Open the ears and open the eyes of the blind, Father. I pray that healings and manifestations of your blessing would be, would be happening all throughout the city. That as we see people in need, we would reach out with compassion. We would give them the love of Jesus in every area that we, that we meet them in. And Father, I pray that not only in our areas of influence in the workplace, but in the home, I pray for relationships to be restored, for life to be given in husband and wife relationships and, and son and, and daughter relationships, that restoration would happen. And that if there are, there are rocks in the soil of the hearts of the, of the people here, I pray, Father, that those would be removed, that the, the hard-backed ground would be stirred up with faith and, and we would open up our hearts to receive more from you, Father. I pray for blessing and favor. I pray that your face would shine upon every person here, Father. As we go from this place, may those who meet us say they have been with Jesus. And it's in your name that we pray this. Amen. Amen.